0: You know, in the new year when you're sort of looking back at your life and thinking, well, do I need to make any resolutions? Well, an AWA wrestling, which you'll know if you've been listening to this podcast, I watch regularly and don't really enjoy very much. I've done their 2021 top 10 moments. And most of them I remember, which means I was watching most of them. And they're not better on the retelling either. (sighs) Oh. talking about resolutions I'm going to give you some ideas as to um, what their top 10 was the first one was the Burke County Wrestling Tag Titles which came back got the closing minutes of a match with Big Donny who just falls on his opponent because he's massive isn't he for for the pin, but they spent the whole year really sort of denigrating it and sort of saying it doesn't count so, I don't know anyway then you've got AJ Frost being slopped by Henry O. Godwin. Yeah, he's a, he's a big, big signing for them because, uh, well, he's just there for that one day. But he used to be in the WWF, you know, before it became the WWE, you know. When is slopped, he does sell it very well. You know, he falls in it, slips in it, yes, he's facing it, all that. And he does more than you'd expect just to really sell it. And that's good. Number eight, Thomas Extreme is back. Yeah, and I've seen him wrestle but didn't know he'd gone away really. We see him his return when he goes to see Johnny Ryder and then hits him or puts him down and that's it. Nothing else really. Number seven is uh, Ted, who they're always talking about. He's mentally un- unstable. Well, you shouldn't really be bigging that up, should you? should be getting the help that he needs. And Axel Jaggers, who, um, who was the recipient of several Ted Fireballs finally got his hands on him he's got this kind of religious Jesus Christ thing on the back of his of his of his, um, his spandex leotard has uh, Axel jaggers but then he went he went heel on Ted and it was so important that we haven't seen them since then that was months ago okay number six Michael King new uh, manager they got rid of one got rid of James McCone to bring him in. He's also in um, American Pro Wrestling, which is actually, in my view, a bit further down the quality mark from this. And he's not very good. He's not got the arrogance. He did a piece of camera the other, the other week where he was looking at the cameraman, or looking at the producer, or looking off camera. As if to say, is that alright? He's, he's not very good. He's not flamboyant. Ah, oh, dear. Then you've got the match where, finally, it's, it's, it's over which is the, his tag team of Aaron McClure and, and Squeaks the Clown, although throughout the year they announced this, and then they would they would fight with all sorts of different people. So Over was announced as this big tag team, and then they weren't really a tag team. Anyway, they're fighting with AJ Frost, who you can rely on to give you something pretty good. He's been the standout of the year, in my view, for NAWA, but it's a low bar. Then you've got the versus the Moonshine Express and Johnny Ryder, the champion. Fans are getting into it, apparently. I can't hear them getting into it at all. I mean, they are by the end, but when he says that, they're not not—they're not, they're not really quiet, really. In the end, Ryder gets his hands on King, just sort of puts him down, and then pins him, and the ref counts. As the commentator says, well, that's not legal, is it? No, it's not legal. Apparently, I, I mean, I, I said this at the time, as they go off screen, they say, I don't know if we we'll watch next week, I don't know if we'll be able to top it, Alright, so watch next week, even though next week might not be very good. Or might not be not be as good as this week. <sighs> right, number five is Little Donny. Got Big Donny, Little Donny, becoming the face of America. You can't even say I'm the face of America very well. I'm not sure how many takes they took, but I can barely understand it. Then we've got the match with um, Sheikh Mohammed Ishtar, which was all over the place. It was all over the... The, the main room, and then outside, and then back into the main room, and then that's it. Uh, see, the thing is, they're putting the hurting on him. There's two of them. They're kind of heel, heel tag team, or because they're masked, and of course, they're not American, so you've got all that going on. They get beaten up, and they're double teaming him. He's the face of the USA, but nobody from the crowd who is, who is born in the USA or oh, nobody from the locker room who's also born in the USA. Comes out to help him. That just shows you what the USA feels about Mr. USA. Calling call him Mr. USA, but I suspect that there are competitions where Mr. USA is crowned. And I don't think that little Donnie would be the kind of person who would get through the early rounds. Let's put it that way. Anyway, he does push... She kissed her over, sheepish, tar tar over, for the um, for the pin, and she kissed her losers, and that's Mr. America. Number four is Johnny Valiant coming in to have the Moonshine Express as Charlie Brown from Out of Town. We know it's uh, Johnny Valiant. He's got a little mask on. He does adverts, you know, for his wrestling school. Yeah, and um, it's comedy in inverted commas. He puts his finger up, uh, AJ Frost's bottom at one point, not really, I mean it's not as if he's pulling his pants down or anything, but you know, it's not great, pokes him in the eyes, pokes his two tag team partners in the eyes, ref is just, he just allows it, it's right in front of him, you're Johnny Valiant, and I claim my five dollars. There's some rudimentary wrestling, but it's only when Valiant isn't in, and the better said about that, the less said about that, the better, the best said about that, the letter. Now we've got a match I haven't seen, it's George South, versus the champ, Johnny Ryder. George South. I mean he was on NWA USA as well recently. Big scion, as I said then, of the independent scene and good they've got him. Actually, George South does all the work here. Abdominal stretch, which apparently we don't see very much anymore. Big it up if he's gonna do it, don't say this is the wrestling match that a wrestling move that isn't seen very often because it makes him sound bad. Then he hits the chicken wing and a sleeper. Ryder's fading. Who's coming to the ring? Mike Ramsey. Don't know who he is, but there he is. George South says, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. We don't get on very much anymore. Or that kind of thing. Commentators are filling in the blanks. And then he turns around and Ryder, I I did see this the other week, looks like his finisher He's just a poor punch to the face. And he wins. He got no offence in, from what I could see. I mean, I zoned out a little bit. I'm not surprised, really. But and a punch to the face. Well, that's your champion. OK, the um, number two is the Bunkhouse Battle Royal. I did see this. At one point, there's just about four, there's 14 people in the ring, apparently. 10 of them are lying out on the ring. So it does look extraordinary. And there's, I mean, it's a mess, really. Things like J- it's either JC Wolf or Jason Wolf. Comes in, looks like he's just come off the street, he's got a leather coat on. I won't take my coat off, I'm not stopping. And indeed, he doesn't. Big Donnie comes in, can barely get over the ropes. He's massive. And, you know, it's... okay. there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of implements used and all of that. But there's too much action. And the final one, where there was not enough action, I saw this as well. Thanksgiving Barnyard Brawl. Apparently one of the wildest brawls that NWA has ever seen. Well, I didn't think it was wild enough. It was getting there. You know, they're, they're on low... Only very low... Um, items like chicken coops and things and jumping off and being thrown off onto pieces of wood and smacking each other with cookie sheets and with stop signs and all that. At one point, it's AJ Frost versus the big Norristy-Borrist. What I liked, which you don't see here, is that they, pre- they prepared it very well. Because he's arriving AJ Frost at the BMB's, um, camp uh, compound or camp, or, you know, his, his farm. They interview them both before they start and actually... The whole program was given over to it, so it was interesting. Once I started working, it was less interesting. But um, there was a lovely moment when AJ Frost is thrown into some barbed wire, and they needed to continue because it's got a very special and definite and awful finish, but they can't get him out of the barbed wire. It's very funny. He's in pain. I mean, he's selling it, but he's also in pain. The more he rolls about, he gets involved in the barbed wire. Try and get him out of it. Ref, try and get him out of it. You need to go to the finish. The finish, though, I mean, it gets more brutal. And I thought, this is going really well. And then AJ Frost just runs away, finds somebody's car, I presume it's BMW's, with the keys still in the lock, drives away. No one seems to say, call the police, he just nicked me car, or anything like that. He just goes. It's real anti-climax. We don't see that on this Recount because, or recap because it was terrible, and quite a lot of what here is terrible, or rather, what's here is terrible. It's just not. It, it's not a. It's not a. Um. It's not a, a, a great moments of 2021. It's some moments of 2021 that might be better than average, and only just. And some of them aren't even that. <sighs> resolutions. I know I should make one but I'll keep watching NAWA because I want it to surprise me one of these days. is hoping. Ta-ta.